Hello, welcome. This is Am I Old Yet? A lightly comic audio drama by me, Floyd Kennedy, about life, the universe, and everything from the perspective of one fictitious elderly woman, Helen Doherty, as she negotiates her crone years. This is episode five of season four, Old People Know Stuff. Helen's granddaughter, Susie, has popped over to ask her advice on a technical matter and to report on her recent visit to her ex-boyfriend, Jack, in Liverpool. Jack wanted to go and perform at an open mic event and then he persuaded Charlie to accompany him on the guitar. And how did that work out? Well, I, I was so nervous for both of them, of course, but it all went really well. Jack's not the greatest singer, but he really sells it, you know, Graham? Indeed I do. I'm sure he was great. <laughs> and I'm very happy for Charlie. I'm sure he and Jack will make a lovely couple. What? Oh, Gran, don't be daft. Although they did perform together really well. Maybe the next Simon and Garfunkel? Oh, I doubt it. Oh, ye of little faith. Now... Come on, how are you getting on with the rest of your uni assignments? When are they all due? Next month? No, end of this month. That's why I wanted to see you. I need your help as my IT advisor. IT? Yes. Really? you've been working with computers ever since I was born, and I know you know a lot about the different programs and the software and how to use well, them. Well, I don't know how to make them, but I do know how to use them. The ones I do use. Otherwise, I don't. Don't what? Don't use them. Oh, right. But you use Word and Excel, don't you? And I know you know your way around the internet. Oh, enough to get by. So what's the problem? Well, I've almost finished the dissertation. I'm just finalising the bibliography. And I have to get it all together in one document and then email it into the office. But A, I don't know how to get all the chapters into one document. And B... I know the file is going to be much too big to just email, so what's the secret? No secret, my darling, and I'm astonished you don't know how to do this already. How did you get by in your undergraduate years? Didn't you have to hand in big documents? Yes, but I had Charlie to do all that technical stuff for me. Why can't he do it for you now? Too busy being a double act with Jack in Liverpool. Oh, no, it's not that. He just told me I'll have to learn to do it for myself. And he won't show you how. Oh, he's shown you so many times he's over it. Pretty much. Well, I can understand that. I suppose I can too. I really should have been paying more attention. Indeed you should. Well, I was watching all the time he was doing it, but it didn't sink in. No, because it's not something you can learn just by watching. You have to actually do it again and again. That was one of the first things I realised back in the day. Every time a new range of software came in or a new upgrade, you have to figure out which features you need and then use them over and over until it becomes automatic. And then, of course, they upgraded again and shift all the buttons around so you have to start all over again. And then they upgraded to the extent that it has so many features that you're never going to use that you can't find the ones you need. So what do you do then? Scream and shout at it. Because they're all as bad as each other, so you don't really have any choice. However, to get back to your problem, you are lucky. How so? Well, because it used to be, I've no idea how long ago, but probably your whole lifetime, 
It used to be that to format a really long document with lots of chapters and a bibliography, you had to create all the chapters as separate documents and then make up a master document and incorporate them all into that and then fix your titles and your page numbers and check, check, treble check all your citations and then save that and then check it again and again and again right. and again of course. and again. Okay, Gran, I get it. But you said that was back in the day. So how does it work now? Well, as far as I can make out, you just keep going in your one original document, adding to it as you go. Or cut and paste your chapters. Inserting. There's a button for that. And hopefully you've been using one of those citation bibliography softwares like, oh, God, what was it called? EndNote or oh, Mendeley. I think or, they call them reference managers now. Oh, fair enough, because that's what they are. Good. So what's the problem? Well, I've been doing all that. Well, I thought there was something else I was supposed to be doing. Some sort of special formatting program I had to use. Didn't you ask your supervisor? No. Why not? Well, I thought I'd ask you. <laughs> oh, well, that's very flattering. But really, darling, I only know what to do to make the things I need to make. I don't know how your university college likes things to be done. Oh, no, I guess not. I hadn't thought of that. Well, again, back in the day, different schools, different organisations all had their own way of doing things. Maybe it's changed. I lost touch a very long time ago. No, you didn't. You're very much in touch. Oh, if only. Or not. I have neither the time nor the inclination to stay in touch with systems that I don't need. What does that mean? As I said, I figure out what I need to know in order to achieve what I need to achieve and everything else goes by the board. What does that mean? What? Goes by the board? Oh, old nautical expression. Means gets tossed overboard because it's not needed on board the ship. Oh, Okay. And anyway, the longer I stick around, the more difficult it gets to use the stuff I need or used to need. So it won't be long before I actually turn into the IT illiterate that most people of your generation assume I am. How so? You're not going to stop using the technology, are you? Why would you do that? Because it gets more and more challenging for me to be able to use it. But why? You're not ill, are you, Gran? No, my darling, I'm not. But I do not have 20-20 vision anymore, even with my new glasses. And my fingers do not fit the tiny spaces allocated on the screen of my phone to click on the keyboard with any accuracy anymore. Not that they ever did. I like a proper keyboard with individuated keys that can be pressed and that make a decent click so that you know when you've hit it properly. And it's why I'm fast approaching the time when I will not be able to communicate via the smartphone or even the tablet. I can still type reasonably fast on the keyboard, but those damned slippy screens do not work for me anymore. And as for autocorrect, don't get me started. Oh, okay, I won't. And as for the fashion for fancy websites with very pale, tiny fonts, you know you can only enlarge them in the view so far. And if they're very pale, with no contrast, they're still illegible to anyone with my kind of ageing eyesight. Oh, I am sorry, Grace. Hey, I am not looking for sympathy. It doesn't help. I guess I'm looking for some degree of understanding that some things just do not work for older people, no matter how tech-savvy they might be. 
And it's incredibly frustrating, and life is too short to waste it on being frustrated with things over which one has no control. At least mine is. But there must be something that can be done. Oh, there is, but it won't happen. What? And why not? Well, there would have to be such a seismic change in the culture of education, especially in designing and programming, so that the young people coming through are trained to take into account not just what seems cool and original to them, but the actual needs of the widest range of the population. Ah, yeah, they'd have to be kitted out with special glasses that mimicked, for example, failing eyesight from macular degeneration, which affects most of the population over the age of 70, if not 60. Really? As much as that? Oh, yeah. But people get it in different degrees. But the thing is, you have to live with it for 20, maybe 30 years before you pop off. That's a huge number of people cut off from the technology, the way it's designed at the moment. But aren't there special devices? I'm sure I've heard, you know, programs for people with visual impairment. I'm sure my iPhone has settings on it, especially for that. Oh, yes. And a smartphone with a screen which you need to know where the exact spots are on the screen that you have to hit if you want to access the so-called assistance. Can you imagine how stupid that is? Oh, it does sound a bit daft now you mention it. And that's not even the half of it. But I'm banging on and you don't need to know this. What you need to know is how to save your dissertation file as a PDF. Really? Is that it? Pretty sure. Do you know how to do that? Not sure. Oh, okay, let's fire up Angelina and I'll show you how. Ah, here. Word document. New. Yep. Ah, there we go. And create. And typing in some stuff. This is some stuff. Jolly good. And now file. Save as, and scrolling down the bottom here, see file format, open that up, scroll down, PDF, and export. How about that? Oh yes, yeah. I think I've done that before. So, you get it? Got it. Good. Now, you do it. Okay. New file, typing in some new stuff, save that was Old People Know Stuff, episode 5 of season 4 of Am I Old Yet? by me, Floyd Kennedy. The roles of Helen and Susie were played by me. You can find out more about me and all the wonderful other professional actors who contribute to this show on the website, www.amioldyet.com. Now, if you're enjoying this podcast, or even just this episode, please, pretty please, take a moment to rate and review it in your favorite podcasting app, or if that doesn't allow for it, drop a comment on the reviews page on that website, amioldyet.com. And you could support the podcast and help to cover the cost of production by means of a small donation at buymeacoffee.com slash or you can become a regular subscribing patron on patreon.com slash amioldyet. That subscription brings you extra benefits and it helps my pension 
to get me by. Thank you for listening. Please spread the word, tell your friends, and stay safe.